Hello everybody, it's your boy Lucha Lone Wolf. I want to share with y'all some awesome things that's coming on this year. But off the bat, I want to talk about our brand new YouTube channel, No Music, No Life ENT. We have all of our music, all of our videos, and even our podcasts on there. Make sure to check out not only me, but my boy Timmy B, my boy Just Max, and also D'Air. We have tons of new music coming out pretty soon. Also, I want to share with y'all that I am dropping a new project called Tales from the Wolf. It's going to be part of a brand new series that I'm going to be releasing throughout this year. Y'all make sure y'all stay tuned. And also, do not forget I'm dropping my awesome album, Don't Mind My Aesthetics. You're going to see a lot more of that in the coming year. But also make sure y'all tune in for my boy Timmy B when he's dropping his sophomore project, The Follow-Up, which is going to be epic, and I have no doubt you will love that. Also, we got my boy Just Max dropping Love World, which is going to be coming out pretty soon. Y'all are going to see his range of everything. And also check out my boy D'Air, who's going to be dropping some projects pretty soon. You know we guys show love over in Germany. <laughs> With that being said, this is your boy Luchi Longwolf, and I just want to drop in and say, hey, this is a brand new year, and this is a brand new us. It's KMKL, no music, no life, ENT. Make sure y'all tune in. Peace. What's good, everybody? It's your boy Lucha Lone Wolf in the building. You know what day it is. You know what time it is. You already know it's game over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I'm stupid. Oh, man. Welcome to Wolf Bites Podcast. This has been one hell of a week. Got a lot of awesome shows. Got a lot of controversial shit that just happened. Um, too much to even say on this show, man. Like, a lot happened, man. We got a couple reviews. Certain shows that came out and got finished. I got two big reviews uh, that I'm going to do tonight. And that's the Umbrella Academy. I just got done watching it. Um, Umbrella Academy. And uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi show. So we got those two um, to interview tonight. I'm going to wait on um, to finish up Miss Marvel and the boys to give my full-on review on them. I know I've been doing them every week. And I just want to take the time to, like, um, you know, take the time to just, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to really taking all the shows and everything before I start fully reviewing on them and everything. So this week I'm not going to review Miss Marvel and the boys, which is perfectly fine. It is what it is. But tonight I do want to talk about something. Um, and it's that versus. Um, so I want to get into that later on. Um, uh, just like second half of this first segment, because I feel there's just so much to talk about. Versus, um, I just want to say that 
I am not a big fan of it. Uh, I know a lot of people watched it, but I'm really not a big fan of it. I probably watched maybe one or two shows, but that's about it. And I'm going to get into it a little bit later on because it's hilarious. Um, so, if you hear me crunching, that's because I'm eating cereal. <laughs> so, you know, I like to start off the show with something serious. So today, they just announced that um, they got rid of, or they pretty much overturned um, that R versus B. Um, that Roe, what do you call it? Roe versus Buck or Roe versus, uh, I got sorry about that. Not trying to be insensitive or nothing like that, but uh, Roe versus Wade that's what name Roe versus Wade. So they got rid of Roe versus Wade for those who don't know Roe versus Wade. Um, it is uh, um, a case about you know making abortion legal and legally and safely to, to have abortion. Um, so I'm not going to talk length on, you know, my stance on abortion and all that because I feel like um, I probably have talked about it. But at the same time, I feel like, you know, it's something I don't want to talk about just for the fact that, you know, I'm not in that position or anything like that. But in all honesty, I do feel I very much sympathize with everyone who has been affected by this today. Um, my condolences to y'all. Um, I really hope, really, really, really hope that the people who run these states, these state governors, senates, I really, really hope that they make the right decision to keep abortion legal because for those of y'all who who are wondering is, a, is abortion abolished it is not abolished it's just the fact that the federal and government has now basically left the individual states in charge of what they want to do with abortion and it is shitty in a way because now that means that Different states can have their say at either uh, keeping abortion or, you know, getting rid of it, which is very dangerous. And like I said, I wish, I hope, and pray that these states are smart enough, these senators, governors, whoever are smart enough to not get rid of it. Uh, I live in the state of Florida. Um, you know, Governor's DeSantis, if everybody know, know everybody know who he is. Um, I I'm like not gonna talk bad about Duke because I personally don't know him. Uh, I just feel that I really hope that he would make the right decision to keep it to to keep abortion legal. Like I said, this is something that is very touchy. 
and I really don't want to offend like any wrong people, but I really hope that he can continue that so that he can, you know, make it feel safe for those who are seeking it for health reasons and for financial reasons or whatever reason, you know. But it is very fucked up in a way of the fact that, you know, the judicial system is what it is. Um, this is what our our country is, and I know people are saying, you know, we need to, to separate church and state, or church and uh, church and yeah, church and state, basically what it is. But the problem with that is, is that you have people who are in that, and you have older ones, and I'm gonna repeat this again: you have older ones, older folks. Talking about people who grew up in the time of traditionalism who are still in office, who continues to spread that same mindset to their new generation. And unfortunately, unless they get rid of a lot of those old generational thinking by all means, I mean it's going to consistently be there. That's why it, I hate to say I don't even want to talk about voting because I feel like, you know, if we need to do more than just voting. We need to really get the older folks out of the office. But at the same time, you know, have someone who actually has compassion. But... Unfortunately, you know, nowadays people, it's crazy. I mean, I know I'm kind of stuttering and kind of what, it's crazy because it's like, I hate the fact that people look up to these governing bodies and they hope and pray that this that they could do something that, and then they, they do that and people get so, you know, get upset. But the problem is, is that, you know, the older generation, the, the older generation is who, you know, taught and influenced the younger generation that, that had that same mindset is going to continue. It's going to continue. And as much as we are so angry, upset, we got to look at it like this. This is something that's going to consistently keep going until the day we are, until the day that we die. People who grew up in religion, you know, people who are whatever Christianity, all that, have Christian, have that religious mindset that they they share on to their kids and everything, and so their kids run this country and they feel like, well, that's what my grandfather, great grandfather was doing, so I'm gonna do that, you know, and that's sadly that's what it is. Now I'm not sitting there dogging religions like religion altogether. I have my own personal reasons of why you know it's wrong and, and all that stuff. But we're not gonna get into that um, because we, I will be here all night. <laughs> but I'm not saying I hate religion. I just hate the fact that people who have that mindset runs this country, and it, it goes deeper than that. And that's why I feel like. Um, the things that, that happen today and, you know, 
in the past and all that stuff has been influenced from religious people. People who have a, a good meaning or they feel like, you know, it's a means to the end. It's, it's what needs to be happened. And they wanted to make it where it's black and white. And then it's just like, the world is not black and white. The world is gray and will forever be gray because we don't all think alike. We can't make something that we think is going to be perfect. And unfortunately, with that, that includes making the hardest decisions. Because in life, things happen. The worst shit happens. And so sometimes people have to face it. But at the same time, you know, making something that can easily help everybody out and then end up taking that away from them isn't going to help anything. It's just going to make the situation much worse. And now it's got to the point where now you just created an even more dangerous situation. So, unfortunately, it sucks. But this is where the time is. Okay, we got to get our shit together and fight this shit. Fight back on all this stuff. Because... When we sit back and let all this shit happen, it's going to just get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse to the point where it's just not going to go anywhere. So, I just really hope that people can wake up and understand that this is this is what's happening. This is what's happening. And, you know... You got to look at what's what's going on with our government, what laws they're putting in, what, you know, situations are they changing, you know, what are they agreeing upon in the house? You know, I know people don't want to sit around, watch C-SPAN all day and all that shit. I understand that completely. And I, I feel the same way, too. But at the same time, really be on the up and up of what's going on in your government right now. I mean, yes, we have all these distractions and all this stuff, but at the same time, real deal, understand what's happening before saying, oh, well, you know, it, it's not going to be a bad, we can agree, we can uh, trust them. Like, no, dude, we can't trust them. We can't trust them. And I just feel like at the end of the day, it's just insane. It's just insane. So that's my thoughts on the whole Roe versus Wade situation. Um, again, I am, you know, completely, completely, completely devastated. Now I'm completely, I'm sorry from the bottom of my heart that everybody is suffering through it. Um, it's just like I say, it's a wake up call, man. It's the fact that now this is shit that we need to really start start on. You know, the, after. 2020 happened and we had all the stuff with COVID and then the the marching, you know, with the, the whole Black Lives Matter thing. And, and it's just so much going on and building up towards just everything gets worse and worse and worse. So it's like you got to really pay attention to what's really going on, what your surroundings are looking at. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's just, it just gets worse. It just gets worse. And you just got to brace it and be ready to to take on whatever is is ahead 
and just keep your head up. Keep strong. Keep fighting. Keep doing what you need to do. Because you got this. You always will get this, you know. But I just want to throw that out there because I know a lot of people are talking about it. And, you know, I don't want it to be one of those people that's going to skip and say, oh, I don't care. No, I, I really do care. You know, it is a very scary thing. And um, and just something that you know, like I said, something that I feel that it's gonna be um, it's gonna have to be fought. You know, it's like I said, it's just up to the states, and I really hope that all the states make a good decision, especially in the southern states. Because, you know, southern states, everybody know the southern states, <laughs> the southern states are, are heavily Christian-based, you know, religion-based states. So, you know, that's where we're at right now. And um, I just really hope for the time being people can actually open their eyes and see, you know, what's going on. That's my thoughts on it. Like I said, it's uh, something that need to be said and need to be done and, and just go from there. You know? But with that being said, with that being said, uh, I got to say, honestly, man, honestly, shit is just... It's just going to be crazy. Shit's just going to be crazy for the next couple, you know, like I said, for the next couple months. So. So that's what I'm saying. Just. Just got to. Got to be able to fight, man. Got to be able to fight. Got to be able to get up. You know what I'm saying? Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So getting back into the suite of things. Versus. <laughs> now that we got all that craziness out of the way. Versus, man. Versus. Versus, versus, versus. Uh, what can I say about verses, bro? Okay, so for anybody who has ever watched verses, you know, everybody knew that verses was a thing that was created back in the pandemic time. Back when uh when the first pandemic first came out and it and they canceled all the concerts all the shows, everything like that. And so it kind of let the artists, you know, be in a stalemate. Because, you know, no shows going on, you know, how are artists going to make money? You know what I'm saying? So that a lot of artists ended up doing, you know, cameo calls, uh, tiny desk concerts and shit like that. And, and then a lot of the artists were... Um, talking to each other on IG and a lot of people were listening in and all the stuff. So IG became like 
the booming thing. Like it was big. You feel me? Um. So after IG, uh, Swiss Beats and Timbaland made a little versus thing. They like they you know going against each other and whatnot. And everybody was like, "Who's better, Swiss Beats or Timbaland?" Of course, me. I'm gonna go with Timbaland because I love Timbaland. He's fire. He always makes. He's versatile. Love that dude. But I love Swiss Beats as well too. But Timbaland still killed it. Uh, <laughs> and so when that happened. That's when different artists got together and started doing versus challenges. And so it built from that. A lot of big name artists started doing versus and everything. Even the old heads was getting into the verses, which was awesome. I thought it was cool to see the old heads getting, you know, doing verses and stuff. Um and my personal favorite was Snoop Dogg and DMX, you know, rest in peace DMX. Um and like I watched most of the earlier ones. And that was about it. And then later on, they started doing really good until until Tim and Swiss sold Versus to a company. I think it was, uh, I forgot what company it was that they sold it off to. I think it was uh, Triller or something like that. I don't know what crew. Somebody sold that, the company off. So they sold the company off, and then they started, you know, having live shows built bigger live shows and stuff and i've like i said i have not watched much of the of the of the verses because i don't know why but it just is not i'm gonna say it's not fun but it's just kind of like i don't know maybe it's because i felt kind of out of love with the artists or whatnot but Constantly seeing different artists go against each other. It's just like, it was fun for a minute. And then they just kind of scraped in the bottom of the barrel and got different artists that I didn't really fuck with. And it's just like, uh, you know. <laughs> so, I don't know. But uh, last night they had one with Marion and, um, yeah, they had one with Marion and Mario. At uh, and that one, I'm not gonna lie, that one I've heard a lot of people say that Mario whooped Mario's ass, and you know what? I, I agree, <laughs> I've seen clips and stuff. I don't know what the hell Mario was doing. Um, I, I'm sorry, bro, but. Mario was an established artist. He was fired back in the early 2000s, early two, early 2000s, all the way to 2010. Like, he was phenomenal. Had nothing but bangers. Omarion, although he was cool on B2K, I, I there's just certain... I just haven't really caught up with he knew the type of person that I never really hit with. Same thing with his brother Marcus. It's like they were fire as a group, but songs together, it was just like I don't know. So it was very weird to see them do that. And then they had who was it? Ray J came out there and it was just ridiculous. It was 
it was just, I don't know what was going on with that. Um, cause it kind of reminded me of what was that that match that they had? It was uh, it was uh, Soldier Boy versus um, I think Bow Wow. Yeah, it was Soldier Boy versus Bow Wow. That one was just ridiculous, and they had some other ones that I just didn't. Re- I mean, like I say, I I'm not dogging them. I appreciate the effort. I love it that they're trying something new, that they're doing something fun for the fans and all that stuff. And, hell, it's awesome promo. You know what I'm saying? But it's just, it gets tiresome because it's like, that's cool and all, but, you know, why don't we do something different? Like a different genre, not just R&B, not, you know, a different genre, like let's do with rock or let's do with you know other things, you know, something like that, where people actually have hits. You know what I'm saying? And it was as honestly to the point where where it's like I could respect it. Like I said, like there are certain ones that you could see that they had a big match and it was cool, like Personal one I liked was uh, Gucci Mane and uh, and Jeezy. That was a really good one because, you know, they both had personal beefs or whatever in the past. And then they did the show and they both came out of it. Cool. You know what I'm saying? And it was awesome to see that. It was very awesome to see that. And then you just have some ratchet ones with both <laughs> Yeah, Bone Thugs and Harmony versus who was it that they went against? Uh, I I don't know who it was. It was Bone Thugs and Harmony versus somebody. It was. I don't want to say. Uh, damn, who was who did they go against? 3-6 Mafia, that's what it was. It was, uh... Yeah, it was Bone Thugs versus, uh... 3-6 Mafia. That one was a crazy fight. That was crazy. That, I did, that was just insane. And then on top of that, I think the other craziest one was Dipset versus, uh, The Locks. Which was insane. Because... Jada Kiss came in and said, you know what? We are coming in actual artists. You know, we're coming in going in. So if y'all don't have y'all shit together, <laughs> I said y'all finna get eat up. And that's what happened. That's what happened. Like Jada Kiss came in and said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come in and tear y'all up, and then that's what happened. So it was a crazy match. It was a crazy match. Um, but like overall, you have highlights and stuff like that, and I don't mind that. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mind that. It's awesome, it's crazy, it's dope. But um but at the same time, like I said. 
Do something new. <laughs> do something new. Sorry, if I'm all over the place tonight, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been a crazy, 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 crazy week. And I'm just like finally on my chill mode and all that shit. But you know me, I have to come in with the facts. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Um, so overall, like I said, with with um versus, I don't know who's gonna be coming up next. I really hope it's a better show. I hope it's more live. I hope it's something better because I don't know. Just like I say, when people drop verses, I'm just not excited. I mean, younger me could have been excited, but I'm just like now it's like uh, you know. <laughs> Maybe it's because they're getting older. When I don't know, but I don't know. But yeah, that that match last night was horrible between Matt Mario and Marion. I just feel like they were just ridiculous. It was, I mean, I agree. I like Mario. Mario has had bangers after bangers after bangers. But I just, I don't know. <laughs> but he was going in on Mario, and, um, and it was it was crazy. It was crazy. That man was just saying, fuck everybody. I'm just coming in here. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And that's it. And I'm like, all right, all right. Well, I understand that. So. But with that being said, man, um, you know, the next part, we're going to be talking about a lot of media and all that. So certain um, shows that's going to have, I might have some spoilers on some shows and whatnot. Who knows? But with that being said, we're going to go ahead and go on our break. And I'll uh, be right back after these messages. <laughs> of course, of fucking course, I gotta be stuck in the middle of fucking woods and. What the hell's that? Oh shit, there's people in there. Alright, man, let's go look. Damn, who is that? And I came up to an opening And I saw a group of gypsy people around the fire And I watched them dancing Then I walked a little bit closer So they could see me emerge into the light They looked at me and I sat with them And I talked to the people that I met that night They were nice to me, they cooked me food Made me drinks and even told me stories I shared my thoughts and I danced with them And I was even asked to stay till morning But it was getting late, I had to go And I began to say all of my goodbyes Then there she was a fortune teller with long black hair, dark hazel eyes She began to dance down by the fire and grabbed a hold of my hand And I danced with her oh so close And that's the moment when our love began Oh my god, what's happening to me? I believe this girl put a curse on me I couldn't control myself and I just asked her Will you be my gypsy lady? And began to read my palm And I was 
was hoping that her predictions would never ever turn out wrong We walked back to the fire, and yet again we were not alone So I sat down and watched her belly dance through every motherfucking song I saw her moving graceful, man, and I could have sworn that she was an angel She came back to me, gave me a kiss and said it was me she loved Then we continued drinking with the people until the night finally came to a close Then we laid down there on the grass and fell asleep as the morning sun Yeah, that's my little nigga, but after I'm done, I'm owning this track I might get a feature, 
I might get a show But after this song, I know I'ma blow My new bitch a beast, I like how she glow My step on this beat, it's Mr. Light Show Bell Brown, if I ever see you, I put it on me I'm taking your life, put your hands on you pussy Nigga, knock your ass out like I'm Kimbo Slice Mario, you a little pussy, my nigga Don't never ever let me catch you slipping I'm back in the city and bitch, I'ma kill you And throw your belongings with you in the river My baby mama is a pussy hoe She caused me some pain through all of the years The part I don't like is how you a mama But won't leave a nigga to take care of your kids My daughter mama, that's my dog, there We cool as fuck, so no need to diss The least I can say is thank you my nigga For letting me be a good dad to my jit Forgive me my God for all of my sin But deep that inside, I just wanna win New money, my click to the day that I die for my niggas I swear I'ma always go in so I keep my dissing, new money we winning I know I be sending, I'm smiling, I'm grinning Cause this the beginning, not just the definition of a super gremlin We are back at it again. I know y'all missed me. <laughs> so, man, a lot of shows. A lot of shows this week, bro. And when I say a lot of shows, I mean there's a lot of shows that's out this week. We got Miss Marvel. We have the ending of Obi-Wan. We had, um, who was it? We had Umbrella Academy. We had the boys. We had um we just had so many shows, bro. It was crazy. I can name so much that's happening right now. <laughs> but you know. <laughs> so I guess I can go ahead and start off with um Obi-Wan Kenobi because I know I've been talking about it each week. Um so I am going to give it a 7.5 out of 10. I know it's like not high, but I got my reasons. For one, oh, and spoiler warning for anybody who has not seen the show. This is the only one I'll, I'll really spoil. Uh, Umbrella Academy, I'm not going to spoil because I know a lot of people still haven't watched that show yet. Um, so, this this season, man, I mean, this show was really good. Like, cinematography was good. Story was decent. I'm not going to say good, but decent. Um, of course, uh, Ewan McGregor Never misses a beat. That man is a beast when it comes to acting. Um, so overall, I I love the fact that you know he continued on as Obi Wan. He was just very natural with it and all this stuff. Um, Hayden Christensen coming back as Darth as um as Darth Vader, aka Anakin Skywalker, was phenomenal. I actually liked it. It was really, really good. And that's the funny thing about it. It's like, I like Hayden Christensen when he's being the asshole. I don't like when he's being good. <laughs> like, he is he is just dope. I like him. He's a type of guy who is 
he plays a really good villain. You know, when he plays a good dude, I mean, he tries, but just overall, you know, him coming back fully, he was beast. You feel me? And he did really well. And they gave him a good, a good arc. Um, and then major praise, major, major praise to James Earl Jones. That man, as soon as you say, hey, come back for Darth Vader, he's going to say, son, bitch, I'm in. <laughs> that man put in that work, man. His powerful. I'm going to miss him when he's gone, man. I mean, I hate to jinx it like that, but I'm going to miss him when he's gone because he has that powerful voice. When he plays Darth Vader, he really brings it out. And I think that's why, you know, I love it when he played that rather than he played Mufasa because, you know, when he played Mufasa, it just wasn't as strong as he did back in the 90s. But then you got to remember, you know, man, you know, so that. But when he did Darth Vader, man went in. Man went in. Uh, but they did a lot of work, especially with Obi Wan and, and him finally meet the first time. It was crazy, and then second time, you know that battle was phenomenal. You know, um, so oh, and then Leia, the little actress that played Leia, I love her. They need to put her in more shit. <laughs> she was awesome. I would love to just see. I see that's the thing about it. I would love to see a series about Leia. They dabbled a little bit into it in the Star Wars games, and even you know when Padme, when Padme was you know even in Clone Wars, you know she had her story, which was fucking phenomenal. And then with, you know, with her, it's dope to see her doing more shit. You know what I'm saying? But have her be in more Leia-based stories. Make that happen. Make her be the warrior that she was. You know? Because Leia is just phenomenal. Off the show. She was... Who she was, and I and I honestly feel like Carrie Fisher would be proud. You know, R.I.P. to Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher would have a smile on her face. I know she's smiling right now and happy right now, man. But you know, I know she's happy that she found a replacement. And honestly, I feel like I said she did phenomenal. I love her. Uh, got the characteristics right. Got it just oh, I just love it. It was awesome. It was awesome. Um, what else? Um, so I like the storyline with the Grand Inquisitors and, uh, of course, Reva and all that stuff. Like how they're looking for, for her. And then well, Reva, that's another person I want to talk about, Reva. So I have sort of mixed feelings with her. Um... I feel like she should have been on the second season. Like, have her mainly focus on Obi-Wan. 
let that build up that. Because I feel like with her going against Vader, it was a waste of time. I'm sorry. I'm like, her her narrative with that story where she's just using Obi-Wan so that Vader can come out and she can kill Vader was stupid. Because we all know that she's going to fail and we all knew that. So that part, I felt like that should have been its own separate story. You know, that should have been its own separate story. And I feel like at the end of the day, if Vader, if they can do a story with Vader, uh, which again, I'm I'm sorry, I'm just gonna I'm gonna be that guy. I love Darth Vader, but let's stop doing stories with Darth Vader. I get that we everyone loves Darth Vader. I get that he was in between the 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 first trilogy and then the um like the the prequels and then the first trilogy. You know, I get that y'all want to build a lot with his story and why he was so so much of a badass and all that. I get that. But trust me when I say, trust me, trust me when I say, we are good with not having any more Darth Vader. <laughs> we are good with not having, because Darth Vader, I mean, there's so much we can stretch out with them. And and James Earl Jones, God rest his soul. That man is getting old, man. I know y'all love James Earl Jones. I love James Earl Jones to death. But no more Darth Vader stories, man. We are done with Darth Vader. Darth Vader was fun. He was awesome. We have so much that we could learn to do with him. But at the same time, we cannot keep bringing back James Earl fucking Jones. Like, let the man rest. I know it's fun to see him again. He's awesome. But let the man rest. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's good to see him. But so I talked a little I mean, and then on top of that, you know, the whole thing with Luke and, and it was stupid. So I'm gonna talk about my bad stuff now. So the whole plot of it is basically you know, Obi-Wan is trying to live this quiet, normal life and, you know, try not to get into trouble until, you know, Leia gets kidnapped and uh, Leia's dad is basically begging, you know, him to to help. And so, of course, you know, Obi-Wan is helping because, but the reason why Obi-Wan is staying low is because he's watching out for Luke. And so, because if you remember... Off of Star Wars Episode Three, um, Revenge of the Sith, is that they left off at, you know, Yoda told told Obi Wan and um and um the guy the Organa guy um that they need to watch the twins and make sure that they're not seen or heard. Because he knows that Anakin was evil, everything. And if he found out, and if Anakin found out, he ended up killing his twins. So 
that's why he, you know, told them to go off. And I like how they started off in the series to go give a flashback of what happened. Because it is basically 10 years after the first movie. Um, yeah, 10 years after the third movie. And um, they have Luke there. They have Leia there. And so uh, Obi-Wan is supposed to watch over Luke. While the organo, the organo, you know, family is supposed to watch over Leia, and of course, basically, Leia gets kidnapped, blah blah blah, all this other stuff. So the story was there, and okay, I get that, you know. But when they threw in Riva, that was kind of a wrench, because it kind of made sense, but then it kind of didn't. No, not, well, no, it did make sense. So it did make sense in that way. But I hate the fact that they kind of just put Darth Vader in it, and then it's like, oh, it's the first time that he did. Because then I, I thought about it too. I'm like, yeah, because that's the first time he didn't know that, you know, that Darth was still alive. I mean, he didn't know that Anakin was still alive. You know, he thought that he killed him and everything. And then when he finally did that, which was one of the best reactions I've seen. Like I said, Ewan McGregor is phenomenal. And so. It was a good way to see that. But just overall the story and just Reva just losing her ever-loving mind and just being angry and being... I mean, I get it, but at the same time, I'm just like, you know, we've already done the angry Skywalker, angry whatever, you know what I'm saying, angry Kylo Ren and all this stuff. I mean, we got that point. And I get that, that, it, that the more hate you get, the more powerful you get. You know, I've always known that. But it gets tiresome because, you know, it's like it's not really progressing the story. You just see them being an asshole and, and always bitching about something. And we know that they're they're blinded by that anger and that's going to end up being the downfall. And you're going to end up getting, getting killed. Um... And it's just the whole thing with her going after Luke at the end. It was just kind of just rushed. I could tell the shit was rushed. Like they wanted to close out her arc or leave her ambiguous whenever they want to bring her back. I bet you they probably wanted to kill her off, but then the hate happened. And so that's when they changed it to her just accepting whatever, you know. And it's like I said, with that, it just kind of threw me out there. Like I said, the, the show itself was... Should have just been a movie, you know. Should have been just one of those Star Wars stories that they were supposed to be doing, but ended up changing their mind after the failure of fucking Obi uh, of um Han Solo movie, which to me was not a failure. I love Han Solo movie; it was actually a really fun movie, uh, really good. Um, but it was just I don't know because they they tried, and I understand where Disney's coming from. Trust me when I say. I completely understand where Disney is coming from. You know, they want to try to make a six-episode thing or want to try to span out stuff, which is cool. But when it's like, okay, but I want to go ahead and get rid of, I want to go ahead and make a, uh, I want to make something out of this old character and try to expand out of it. I mean, you can but it could have been just a movie. I mean, y'all could have just said, okay, we're going to do one more Star Wars story, and if this does not work, then fuck it, you know. But, I mean, 
That's how it is. But what messed up the Star Wars story was because of the news media behind it. When they found out behind the scenes stuff that happened. And that's why I kind of hate when that shit happens because, you know, you mess up a movie when you have behind the scenes stuff happen. And then you pretty much get rid of all the, the fun stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, but overall, Solo was a really good movie. Yeah, that, if y'all have not seen it, watch it. It's really good. Um, but yeah, Obi-Wan itself, like I said, 7.5. Um, it's worth a watch. You know, I would, if I was you, I would just, I mean, since now we got the full series there now, you can watch it. It just needs to be a one-off. Don't make a season two. Let it fucking be. We are done with Obi-Wan. I love Obi-Wan, but we are done with him as well, too. Let the man rest. <laughs> We've already seen him on, on, on Clone Wars. We've already seen him on Rebels. Let the man rest. He's all, His story's already complete. You know? So, let it, let, let it be. <laughs> let it be. Um... So with that being said, that's that. Um, Umbrella Academy season trace. I can honestly say it was a really good season. I give that one a nine out of ten. Actually, fuck that, ten out of ten. Um. The story behind Umbrella Academy, I like I said, this one I'm not gonna say any spoilers on, due to the fact that I know a lot of people have still have not, and Netflix have a little funny thing of not promoting their shit. You get on that Netflix, <laughs> you know, you need to start promoting more. But um, Umbrella Academy was a unique show. If you have not watched Umbrella Academy. Basically, it's about a group of, of uh, orphans uh, being adopted by this uh, eccentric billionaire. But the billionaire basically used their powers for, you know, just whatever. Like, try to make them like a crime-fighting group or whatnot. But they all have eternal, you know, internal issues with each other. Like, they're more dysfunctional. And everything, and it's it gets crazy. It gets crazy, um, and just the story itself is very surreal, and all that. And it just goes off the rails. If you have read the, it's based off of the comic book by one of Green Day's, um, one of the members from Green Day. He, uh, man, I want to know what's it? no, not Green Day. I don't say Green Day. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, My Chemical Romance. So, one of the members of My Chemical Romance uh, made a comic book called, you know, Umbrella Academy. And it was phenomenal. I've read the first one, but I've not read the rest of them. But um, Umbrella Academy is phenomenal. Made a show. Show was phenomenal. First two seasons. And so they got to the third season. And the third season took it to the next level. Um... To explain it, like I said, it's a lot going on on the show. So much going on on the show. Um, 
To begin with, my personal favorite character had to be Vanya, aka Victor uh, Victor Hargreaves. Uh, shout out to Elliot Page, and I love the fact that the show recognized that you know that transition. So now you know he became you know she became him him. So it was phenomenal, and I like that they they respected that actor's you know that actor's transition. Um, so that was my favorite character on it because that person is very, you know, very strong hearted. Uh, I don't want to reveal much about that character because I don't know if a lot of people have watched the series or is about to watch the series or whatnot. So you have to watch the first and second season to get why that character is very crucial. Um... But this this season was really well. Was really well done. And uh I love the fact that a lot of the shit was crazy. A lot of just off the rails. You didn't know what the hell happened. The dad of the family uh is an asshole. <laughs> He's not a professor, you know, X. You know what I'm saying? Even though they said off the comments Professor X was an asshole, but you know, this dad was more of, you know, he wants them to perfect their skills and stuff and all that. And it kind of, this third season kind of understands why they did that and pretty much culminates to why they got to that point of why they were harnessing this, harnessing their skills and all that stuff. So that way they can end up doing this major crazy big thing. And I love it. And it really makes a lot of sense of why they end up doing that. Um, the series itself is just, it really tackles a lot of issues. And, you know, and, it, and it's a cycle of abuse from this, from this father. And, and, you know, they have all this trauma from that. And they deal with it in their own kind of way. And then at the same time, you know, they're all, you know, they all have to deal with so much stuff. And they deal with it in their own kind of way. And honestly, I love the fact that it tackles that type of stuff. And to me, like I say, I don't see it as a superhero show. I see it more of a sci, you know, a sci-fi, you know, kind of, kind of team-up show, which I love. And... It just goes in different directions. You may think that it may go this way, but it's not. It actually goes insanely crazy. And I love the fact that, um, you know, we got the third season, and the third season did not disappoint. Like, there was no storyline that was sad, no storyline that was bad or anything like that. Like, it really took it to that point. And third season ended in basically a big cliffhanger where now is to the point where I think you're going to go to a crazier direction. Um, I love the ending of the first, you know, the second uh, season, which was cool because they had the silhouettes of, of all people there and stuff. And then they ended up finally getting the actors for the, the role and it just went in. Um, 
But the season really set off a lot of big things. Um, I love the action set pieces off of there. You know, they're not too crazy kung fu-y type shit. They're more of like real life fight and stuff. But the fighting was just so crazy. And I loved it. And it was funny. It was insane. And it was just awesome how kooky the fights are and stuff. Um, and like I said, the, the first season was really crazy. Because uh, the so I do want to go ahead and describe some of the power like this. There's about eight, um, eight of them, and there's the um, yeah, and they go by numbers. So they go like number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Um, so the the first season really sets off like the emotion of it, of it. Like they lost one of their um, what are the siblings, and now that sibling is with like basically been talking to his other sibling who could see the dead people, and so it really sets that off and everything. And I just love the the dynamic of how they are and just all that stuff. So it's really good. And like I said, it's a show I think that y'all y'all will definitely love to watch. Um, it's extremely different. You know, sets off a different way up from a um, you know superhero standpoint and all that. And I mean, I hope they make season four. That's all I can say. Including season four, cannot wait for next Friday. Uh, they're gonna be dropping the last two episodes of Stranger Things. Um, I'm hyped for it. The last episode is supposed to be like two hours, so we shall see how it is. We shall see how it is. Um, next week. I may talk a little bit about Miss um, Marvel and um, the boys. The boys <clears throat> is almost wrapping up. They all, they we just got Hero Gatham. I can honestly say that uh, episode was phenomenal. Episode was phenomenal. I'm not gonna talk about it, but we will talk about it once I do my full on series spoiler spoiler review. Um. With that being said, y'all also have an awesome weekend. <laughs> uh, y'all have an awesome weekend, man. Um, y'all make sure y'all, um, you know, y'all be safe out there. Oh, and go see Black Phone because a lot of people say that's a phenomenal movie. So y'all go see Black Phone. I'm excited. I'm going to go see it on Sunday um, if I'm not too busy, but I'm going to go see it on Sunday. Uh, I think it's gonna be a dope movie. Uh, it's gonna be crazy. Uh, I think it's gonna be something that uh, is gonna be insane, and I can't wait because I've seen the, the trailers for it, and I'm definitely going to go see it. Because Ethan Hawkman is a beast, and I mean he did really, really phenomenal off of um Moon Knight. And so now off of this one is going to be crazy. So we shall see how he goes. You feel me? Um, with that being said, man, y'all have a wonderful night. I'm about to go ahead and wrap it up. And uh, just I know today has been a very shitty day with the, with the uh, Rowan Wade. But keep y'all head up, man. Keep y'all head up. You feel me? It's going to get better in due time. We just got to keep fighting, you feel me?
And that's what it is. So with that being said, y'all have a good night. Stay blessed. Have an awesome weekend. And love each other. Y'all know where to find me. Y'all know those websites. I always post them every week. <laughs> but y'all make sure y'all y'all go ahead and do that. All right? All right, man. Y'all have a good night.